Morning, David. Good to see you. Good morning. It's always the bell, waiting on the bell. Because see, what will happen is, is that I will start, and then the bell will ring about halfway through. Good morning and welcome to Trinity Lutheran Church in Freistadt, Missouri. I am Scott George, your announcer for this fifth Sunday after Pentecost. The Reverend Jake Sletton will deliver today's message. Assisted in the worship services, the organist Miss Courtney Sletton, and acolytes Sadie Bennett and Peyton Manny. Radio broadcast today is sponsored by funds donated to the radio ministry of the Trinity Lutheran Church and dedicated to the glory of God. Please enjoy our service today. All right, just a few announcements before we begin with worship today. First of all, this past Thursday, we had our first session of our new uh, adult summer Bible study entitled Read the Readings. Uh, we had a nice group of folks that showed up. Uh, the advantage to having it in the sanctuary is that we also have the opportunity to live stream it, uh, to put it on the podcast. So if you are not able to make it to uh, the sanctuary on Thursday evenings for the rest of the summer, uh, you are also welcome to listen to the study on the podcast, frystatradio.com, and just find the link. It's right there, and you will be able to hear a live stream of the Bible study. Uh, what we do during that study is we take a look at, a little bit more of an in-depth look at the lectionary readings that are coming for that coming Sunday, and we look at those, uh, ask some questions, and uh, find some answers as well. <clears throat> If you are in need this uh, morning, if you are in need for any reason of nursery care, the nursery is right outside of these double doors, and to the left, you'll see the signs there, there's a small chapel through these doors, and you are welcome to go in there if you are in need of it. 
And then finally, you'll notice that we have a brand new bulletin. Just a few notes about that bulletin. First of all, if you have had a chance to sort of look through it, you'll notice that your parish caller is in the back of the bulletin. The reason for doing that is twofold. A, um, so that we kind of uh, um, keep things as far as the parish caller and the bulletin. We wanted to keep those two things together so that hopefully you take your bulletins home uh, and you use them perhaps during your devotional time this coming week. If for some reason you don't make it to church, there will be a we will be setting out extras of the bulletin that also have the parish caller in it in the breezeway where the mail boxes are. So if you uh, or someone that you know is not able to make it to church on that Sunday, uh, there will be extras that we will set out in the breezeway there. The setting that we are going to be doing, we typically go back and forth between setting one and setting three. We are going to be trying out a kind of a newish setting, but one that I think most uh, folks here will recognize setting four. Why are we doing that? Well, because I wanted to make you folks as uncomfortable as possible. That's why. No. The reason is because, well, it's some, sometimes when our, our minds kind of do the same thing over and over, they can get, well, we want to just try to keep our minds fresh uh, and alert. And so that's what we are going to be doing, setting four. Um, and finally, one last note on that is that all of the service will be included except for the communion hymns, which are listed, but you will just have to grab your hymnal uh, to sing those when the time comes. With that, let's open our service today with a word of prayer. Heavenly Father, we give you thanks for this morning, and we ask that you would send to us an extra amount, an extra measure of your Holy Spirit today. Lord, as we are gathered here uh, under you and in your name, Lord, we pray that you would give us a zeal this morning for your house of worship here. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Our first hymn uh, will not be sung yet. See, I'm getting used to it as well. Please stand for the call to worship and the confession and absolution. And so we begin in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Our help is in the name of the Lord. If you, O Lord, kept a record of sins, O Lord, who could stand? Since we are gathered to hear God's word, call upon him in prayer and praise, and receive the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ in the fellowship of this altar. Let us first consider our unworthiness and confess before God and one another that we have sinned in thought, word, and deed, and that we cannot free ourselves from our sinful condition. Together as his people, let us take refuge in the infinite mercy of God our Heavenly Father, seeking his grace for the sake of Christ, and saying, God, be merciful to me, a sinner. Mighty God, have mercy upon us, forgive us our sins and lead us to everlasting life. Amen. And so Almighty God in his mercy has given his Son to die for you, and for his sake he forgives you all of your sins. So then in the stead and by the command of our Lord Jesus Christ, I therefore forgive you all of your sins. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.
Our opening hymn is For All the Saints, Lutheran Service Book 677. Hymn 677. Behold, I send my messenger, and he will prepare the way before me. Blessed be the God, blessed be the Lord God of Israel. And you, child, will be called the prophet of the Most High. To give knowledge of salvation to his people. Because of the tender mercy of our God. To give light to those who sit in darkness and in the shadow of death. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Behold, I send my messenger, and he will prepare the way before me.
The Lord be with you. Let us pray. Almighty God, through John the Baptist, the forerunner of Christ, you once proclaimed salvation. Now grant that we may know this salvation and serve you in holiness and righteousness all the days of our life. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Please be seated. If the Lord had not been on our side, let Israel say, If the Lord had not been on our side when men attacked us, when their anger flared against us, they would have swallowed us alive. The flood would have engulfed us, the torrent would have swept over us, the raging waters would have swept us away. Praise be to the Lord who has not let us be torn by their teeth. We have escaped like a bird out of the fowler's snare. The snare has been broken, and we have escaped. Our help is in the name of the Lord, the maker of heaven and earth. This is the word of the Lord. Continue with the gradual. Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. I appointed you a prophet to the nations.
Thank you very much, Men's Glee, one of my favorite hymns. It's now time for all the young disciples who are here today to come forward for the children's message given today by Mr. Clybaker. Now is a good time to bring up your offering, your Mighty Mites, as well. <laughs> today is Jesus Calms Our Fears. Good morning. How are you all this morning? Pretty good. Hey, there's some smiles. That's wonderful. Good, good. We've got a little bit smaller group today. That's all right. I've got a question for you. Have you ever been scared of anything? You have. Oh, I see the hands going up. Show me a scared face. What does it look like when you're scared? Oh, yeah, look at that. They're folding their hands and kind of shivering. Oh, yeah, that's kind of uh, pouting maybe a little bit, getting scared, right? What's it feel like? What do you do when all of a sudden you're not scared? What's that face look like? Big smiles. Yeah, pretty comfortable. That's good. You know some things that kind of scare me? What would you guess? Snakes. Oh. Anybody out there not like snakes? Oh, I don't have any use for snakes. Unless they're, unless they're getting the mice. That's kind of okay. But that's still a little creepy. Ghosts. Oh, ghosts can kind of be scary. Yeah, I don't like those kind of movies. I like funny movies to watch, not those spooky ones. Oh my, these, you guys, yep, you know all about those spooky things. Look right up above you. You see those lights way up high? Do you think they're scary? No, they're not scary to you? You know what those lights, why those lights are kind of scary to me? It's thinking about if one of them goes out and I'd have to go up there and fix it. I don't like high places very well. I don't want to have to go on the roof and fix the roof either. That was, that's the kind of job for Mr. Meyer and, those, and the trustees, right? <laughs> we got a pretty talkative group this morning. That's wonderful. Well, I tell you what. In our gospel lesson today, Jesus and his disciples were on a boat. Jesus had just been spending all day long doing something that scares a lot of people. That's public speaking. A lot of folks don't like to talk in front of other folks. But they got on the boat and Jesus was resting. He was really tired. And all of a sudden, a big storm came up. And the disciples, now they were pretty good sailors. They knew how to sail those boats. They were good fishermen. That was what their jobs were, right? But they got so scared that they woke Jesus up and asked him for help. And Jesus calmed the storm, and everything was fine. But he asked them why in the world they got scared. The reason they did, of course, was because it was a scary storm. But what they had kind of forgotten about until later was that if they just trusted Jesus, right, everything would be okay. So anytime that you've got something that kind of scares you a little bit, what's the, who should we pray to? Jesus, right? Yeah. Do sharks spook you? Oh, yeah. 
They are real. Yep, I wouldn't want to swim with a shark either. I don't think that'd be too good. I'm not even sure I like swimming with catfish. But that's, you know, we can talk about all that later on. Well, I tell you what, let's say a quick prayer, and then we're going to get back to our seats and hear more about Jesus' word today. Dear Lord, we thank you that you are so strong and so powerful that you could calm the storm with your disciples. And we thank you that you're so strong and so powerful that you can take care of a lot of the things that scare us too. Help us just always to remember to pray to you for help and then believe and trust in you through the faith that the Holy Spirit's given us that you will help us. And then we know everything will be just fine. We love you, Jesus. Amen. All right, you can head back to your seats. The epistle reading for this morning comes from 2 Corinthians chapter 6, verses 1 through 13. As God's fellow workers, we urge you not to receive God's grace in vain. For he says, in the time of my favor I heard you, and in the day of salvation I helped you. I tell you, now is the time of God's favor. Now is the day of salvation. We put no stumbling block in anyone's path, so that our ministry will not be discredited. Rather, As servants of God, we commend ourselves in every way in great endurance, in troubles, hardships, and distresses, in beatings, imprisonments, and riots, in hard work, sleepless nights, and hunger, in purity, understanding, patience, and kindness, in the Holy Spirit, and in sincere love, in truthful speech, and in the power of God, with weapons of righteousness in the right hand and in the left, through glory and dishonor, bad report and good report, genuine yet regarded as impostors, known yet regarded as unknown, dying and yet we live on, beaten and yet not killed, sorrowful yet always rejoicing, poor yet making many rich, having nothing and yet possessing everything. We have spoken freely to you, Corinthians, and opened wide our hearts to you, we are not withholding our affection from you, but, are withholding, but you are withholding yours from us. As a fair exchange, I speak as to my children, open wide your hearts. This is the word of the Lord. The Holy Gospel according to St. Mark, the fourth chapter. That day when evening came, he said to his disciples, Let us go over to the other side. Leaving the crowd behind, they took him along just as he was in the boat. There were also other boats with him. 
a furious squall came up, and the waves broke over the boat so that it was nearly swamped. Jesus was in the stern, sleeping on a cushion. The disciples woke him and said to him, Teacher, don't you care if we drown? He got up, rebuked the wind, and said to the waves, Quiet, be still. Then the wind died down and it was completely calm. He said to his disciples, Why are you so afraid? Do you still have no faith? They were terrified and asked each other, Who is this? Even the wind and the waves obey him. This is the gospel of our Lord. Please be seated. The sermon hymn is Lord Take My Hand and Lead Me. Hymn two excuse me, hymn seven two two. Hymn seven two two. Would you pray with me, please? Dear Lord, may the meditations of our hearts and the words of my mouth be pleasing in your sight. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Grace, mercy, and peace be yours this morning from God our Father and through the Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. The text for this morning's meditation is taken from the gospel lesson that was just read, Mark chapter 4, in which Jesus calms a storm that he and his disciples find themselves in. There was once a dad and his son, and they were at Silver Dollar City. And the son, even though he was only about five to six years old, wanted to ride one of the big roller coasters. And so the dad said, okay, well, come on, we can do that. 
because you've got nothing to be afraid of because I'm going to be right here sitting in the seat next to you. And the son says, okay. So they go and they climb in, that bar that goes down, that, that, that kind of goes click, 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 down, like that, and it's really, really tight, which kind of always gives you a little bit of an unnerving feeling because the tighter that it is, it makes you wonder, how fast is this going to go? So it clicks down, and it's tight, and they're in, and off they go. And they're zigging, and they're zagging, and they're going down really steep banks. And the sun is hanging in there. He's doing pretty good. A, a few whimpers here and there, but nothing too terribly bad. And then finally, the roller coaster comes to a sudden almost stop. And it starts to go up. And up it goes. Click, 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 click. All the way up it goes. And the son sort of looks over at his dad with this wide-eyed look and says, Dad, what are we doing? And the dad just sort of looks over at his son and just says, Hang on, it's going to be okay because I'm right here next beside you. So up and up and up they go until finally they reach the very top and slowly, slowly, and then they finally go screaming down. And the son begins to cry because he's scared. He's never gone this fast before in his entire life. And the dad just sort of hangs on to his son's hand and says, hang on, it's almost over. I'm right here sitting next to you. And then the roller coaster finally stops and the lap, lap bar gets up and they get out and they go on their way to the next ride. About an hour after this, they are all, the son and his, and, and his dad and their family are all sitting down eating some ice cream. And the son says, Dad, you know, I was pretty scared when we were riding on that big roller coaster. But I wasn't too scared because I knew that you were seated right, that, that you were seated right next to to me. There will be different times in our lives, all of us have experienced them, in which we get really, really scared. They could be health concerns. They, they could be job concerns. There is a host of things that it could be. If you ever have had to have done this before, try telling a three-year-old who has to go to the doctor and is screaming his head off that he doesn't want to go, try telling him that everything is going to be okay. Kind of works. Kind of. How hard it is to tell that child that everything is going to be okay. How hard it is to tell someone who has just lost their job and they have no idea how they are going to provide for their family, let alone provide for themselves. And there are no other opportunities so far in sight. Try telling that person to not be scared and that everything is going to be okay. Try telling the 
cancer patient who has to go to chemo yet again, and they are understandably so scared because they don't know what's going to happen. They don't know if the chemo is going to work or not. It's difficult. It is oftentimes very hard to tell people to tell ourselves in the face of such trials and temptations and hardships to not be scared that everything is going to be okay. Which leads us into our text for this morning. And if you look at it one more time with me, Jesus has just gotten done telling a couple of different parables, the parable of the seed that is growing, the parable of the mustard seed, which we talked about last week, and then evening comes, and they decide to go to the other side of the water. And while they are going over to the other side, this furious storm comes up. And the waves are crashing into the boat. How many of you have ever been in a boat where there's been a lot of waves? It's, it, it, it's a little scary. Now, they didn't make boats back then the size of Carnival Cruise Lines. They just didn't. The boat was probably not that big. And the waves are just playing with this boat as if it's a bath toy. And the water is just crashing in inside of this boat. And the disciples, understandably so, they're freaking out. They are convinced that this is not going to end well for them. They are convinced probably that this is the end and that they are probably going to die. And so they turn to their leader, the one who they don't know super well yet, but they're kind of getting to know. They turn to him, and what is he doing? He's sleeping. In our Bible class last Thursday, I asked those who were, who were here, what's the, what's the one thing in this text, after you read it, that really, really stands out? And there, were some, and, and there were some good answers and responses. But finally, someone said, why is Jesus sleeping? Of everything that is going on around him, his, those closest to him are losing their minds. They think that they're going to die, and Jesus is asleep on a cushion with not a care in the world. And so the question becomes, well, why is he sleeping? Perhaps asked, perhaps asked another way, how is it that he, amidst all of this stuff that is going on around him, how is it that he can sleep? The answer to that question is the focus for our message for today. Jesus can sleep soundly for two reasons. The first reason is that he knows he knows that he's not going to die in a boat. And why does he know this? Because he believes the Old Testament promises and the prophecies that have been written about him. He knows that going back to the book of Numbers, just as the snake was lifted up in the wilderness to save the people, 
as he, again, as he then says in the Gospel of John, so then the Son of Man must be lifted up so that the people may be saved. He knows in the prophet Zechariah that the Messiah will be betrayed for 30 pieces of silver. He knows from the prophet Isaiah that he will cry out, My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? And then he will breathe his last. And then he will die. Jesus knows that he's not going to die in a boat. Because his destiny is the cross. His destiny is the empty tomb. Why is he afraid about a storm? The second reason that we know, the second reason for why Jesus is sleeping in the boat is because he is Lord over creation. He owns the storm. In Job chapter 38, there's this wonderful passage where Job, after his complaining to God about everything that has happened to him in his life, God finally responds to him. Ironically enough, God responds to him in a storm. And God responds back to Job and says, Who is this that darkens my counsel? Where were you when I laid the foundations of the earth? Where were you when I laid out its, its measurements? Do you know where the rain is kept? Do you know where the snow is kept? Job, were you the one that told the sea that it had to stop and it couldn't come any further? And of course, Job answers, no, I, I don't know. But there is one who can. There is one who can answer to those questions. The one, of course, is Jesus. Because Jesus, as Lord over creation, was there when creation was formed. According to John chapter 1, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was with God in the beginning. Jesus was the word that spoke creation into existence. He was there when everything was made. So he has nothing to fear about this storm that has come upon them, and the waves are crashing into this boat, almost making it sink. He has nothing to fear, because he is Lord over it. And we see that. But he was in the stern, asleep on the cushion, and they woke him and said to him, Teacher, do you not care that we are perishing? And he awoke and rebuked the wind and said to the sea, Peace, be still. And the wind ceased, and there was a great calm. And he said to them, Why are you so afraid? Have you still no faith? This text is less about our lack of faith 
and more about the fact that we really have nothing to fear because of the one who is in the boat. Because of the one who is in the boat with us. Now, that doesn't mean that you're not going to be scared. You are going to. We all have. Just like that son who was scared when they finally go screaming down the hill in the coaster, there will be times where you will be scared. There will be times where you will cry. There will be times where you wonder exactly what is going to happen. But what Jesus is telling his disciples and what he tells us today is to replace your fear with courage because I am in the boat with you. I, who, I who, who am Lord over creation, am with you, in the boat, with you. I whose destiny it is and it was <clears throat> to not die in a boat, to not die anywhere else, but to go to the cross and be crucified and to rise again three days later. My destiny is your destiny. And your destiny is secured. Salvation is secured because of He who did not fail in achieving His. The Lord over creation is with you. As Psalm 46 says, the God of Jacob is our fortress. Even though the earth gives way, and the mountains fall into the heart of the sea, though its waters roar and foam. The Lord Almighty is with us. The God of Jacob is our our fortress. Thanks be to God that as maker of, of heaven and earth, that he promises to be in the boat with us, that he continues to promise to be Lord over all, Lord over us, so that no matter what happens to us, no matter the fears that we face, we know and we can take courage in the fact that the one who died and rose again is in the boat with us. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Please stand. We continue by reciting the words of our Christian faith together using the Apostles' Creed as it is found printed in the back cover of your hymnal. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of the earth, and in Jesus Christ. At this time, we will collect our tithes and offerings. 
Now is a good time to fill out that red sign-in book that is in your pew, uh, whether you are a member or a guest with us. Those who receive it on the window sides, please send them back to the aisles. With that, we collect our tithes and offerings. The mission of Trinity Lutheran Church is the preaching, teaching, and baptizing and sharing the love of Christ in our church, our community, and our world. Pastor Jake will be teaching a new adult Bible study from 7 to 8 p.m. beginning Thursdays in the sanctuary. Everyone is welcome. Note that this Bible study is also being broadcast on trinityfrystat.com. LWML, Women of Trinity, please join us for our next LWML meeting, July 5th at 1.30 in the Fellowship Hall. The program is about the new proposed Barry Lawrence County development. Men's Bible study is at 6.30 each Wednesday morning in the chapel. Several ladies' Bible studies meet during the week. For more information, call the church office at 235-7300. Another way to support Trinity is the Amazon donates 5.5% of your purchases to Trinity Church. To sign up, go to www.smile.amazon.com. Sign up normally with your Amazon ID. Search for Trinity Lutheran Church Freistat and select that charity. Then use the Smile website to start your Amazon purchases. Our treasurer reports receiving checks quarterly. Thank you for using that feature. We now return you to our church service in progress. In our prayers this morning, we have a few folks that we want to be sure to remember. First, for those on our health list. From Melba McCord, Nancy McRoberts, <clears throat> Ella Kleibaker, Laura Oberman, Landreth Worm, Ernest Shane, Janice Meyer, Myron Reed, Carol McIntyre, Oren Fritz, Ethel Helmkamp, Joan Haynes, Addison Trokey, Steve Doss, Becky Morgan, Wayne Towers, Alice Helmkamp, Bob Dodson, Elda Nelson, Bob Yelinek, Mark Fellwalk, Lorne Cly Baker, Linda Wee, <clears throat> Gary Magruder, Billy Voskamp, Thelma Barnes, Doris Tilton, and for the family of Nick of Nick Prater upon the passing of his mother this morning. Also for those celebrating birthdays and anniversaries, for Don and Carol Cly Baker, who will celebrate 47 years of marriage on June the 26th, and also for Elmer Kaiser, who will celebrate 92 years of life on June 30th. Go to our Lord in prayer. Please rise. Lord of all, we thank you that you have promised to be in the boat with us. Thank you that you are the Lord of creation, that you know the measurements of the world. 
Thank you for going to your destiny of the cross to make sure that our destiny of salvation was finished. Lord, in your mercy. <clears throat> Dear Lord, from of old you spoke to your, to your people by your holy prophets, and in great mercy you sent John the Baptist to go before your son and prepare his way. Continue to send, your, continue to, send to your faithful people messengers of your word, we will give them knowledge of salvation and the forgiveness of their sins. Lord, in your mercy. <clears throat> Dear Lord, you gave your, your only Son all authority in heaven and on earth. We ask that you would look kindly on all who have been elected to positions of public trust in our land. Help them to serve with wisdom, honor, and integrity. Hinder all in our common life that is not in accord with your will. Lord, in your mercy. <clears throat> Lord, we thank you for the work of the kingdom that is done through Lutheran family and child services. We pray that by your grace that they would continue to be able to be a source of gospel light. May they bring the comfort of the gospel to all who are suffering and in need of help. Lord, in your mercy. <clears throat> Heavenly Father, you are the light of those who sit in the darkness and in the shadow of death. May the light of his good news bring comfort and peace to all who are sick, who are homebound, who are grieving, or who are facing death, especially those who are on our help list, especially for Nick Prater and his family, and for all of those, Lord, that we name before you in our hearts. <clears throat> Lord, in your mercy. <clears throat> Heavenly Father, we especially give you thanks for all who are celebrating birthdays and anniversaries this week, especially for Don and Carol upon celebrating their 47th anniversary. We pray to you that by your Spirit you would enable them to remain faithful to each other and to the vows that they have made. Uplift them in their love for one another and especially their love for you. Also, we pray, Lord, for all who are celebrating birthdays this week, especially for Elmer. Lord, thank you for, for sustaining him in life to this day. And we pray that your face would shine upon him each and every day of this next year. Lord, in your mercy. <clears throat> Lord, too, we pray for all those who do not yet know you as Lord and Savior. Send to them your mercy and grace that they may see the light that no darkness can overcome, especially those who name before you in our hearts. <clears throat> Lord, in your mercy. Gracious Lord, prepare us to approach the feast that you have provided to set us free from the fear of our enemies. Through our Savior's true body and blood and his new and eternal testament, grant us to worship you in holiness and righteousness all of our days. Lord, in your mercy. Into your hands, O Lord, we commend all for whom we pray, trusting in your mercy through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. <clears throat> The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks unto the Lord our God. It is truly good, right, and salutary that we should at all times and in all places give thanks to you, Holy Lord, Almighty Father, and Everlasting God, for the countless blessings you so freely bestow on us in all creation. 
Above all, we give thanks for your boundless love shown to us when you sent your only begotten Son, Jesus Christ, into our flesh and laid on him our sin, giving him into death that we might not die eternally. Because he is now risen from the dead and lives and reigns to all eternity, all who believe in him will overcome sin and death and will rise again to life. Therefore, with angels and archangels and with all the company of heaven, we laud and magnify your glorious name, evermore praising you and singing. Holy, holy Lord, God of Sabbath, Lord, in your righteous judgment, you condemn the sin of Adam and Eve, who ate the forbidden fruit, and you justly barred them and all of their children from the tree of life. Yet, Lord, in your great mercy, you promised salvation by a second Adam, your Son, Jesus Christ our Lord, and made his cross a life-giving tree for all who trust in him. We give you thanks for the redemption you have prepared for us through Jesus Christ. Grant us your Holy Spirit that we may faithfully eat and drink of the fruit of his cross and receive the blessings of forgiveness, life, and salvation that come to us in his body and blood. Hear us now, Lord, as we pray in his name and as he has taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. The Lord's Supper is God's gift for Christians who are properly taught. In communion, we want people to receive Christ's body and blood for their good. This means that as you come to the Lord's table, you affirm with each communicant that Jesus is your Savior and Lord, and with Lutheran Christians you confess. I recognize and confess that I have sinned, I repent of my sin, and ask God to give I believe that Jesus Christ is my only Lord and Savior from sin, Satan, and death. Our Lord Jesus Christ, on the night in which he was betrayed, took bread. And when he had given thanks, he broke it, and he gave it to his disciples and said, Take, eat. This is my body, which is given for you. This do in remembrance of me. In the same way also we took the cup after supper, and when he had given thanks, he gave it to them, and said, Drink of it, all of you. This cup is the New Testament in my blood, shed for you for the forgiveness of sins. This do as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. The peace of the Lord be with you always.
please stand. We continue with the Nunc Dimittis. Let us pray. We give thanks to you, Almighty God, that you have refreshed us to this salutary gift, and we implore you that of your mercy that you would strengthen us through the same, in faith towards you and in fervent love toward one another. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face to shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord look upon you with his favor and give you his peace. Amen. The closing hymn is For All the Saints, hymn 677, hymn 677. It has been our pleasure to bring you this worship service from Trinity Lutheran Church in Freistadt, Missouri. We pray that you have benefited from it spiritually and invite you to worship with us next Sunday morning at 10 a.m. If you cannot be with us in person, we invite you to listen by means of this broadcast on freistatradio.com. We commend you to the loving care of our gracious Heavenly Father. May His love surround you and His mercy be evident to you in all things. Your announcer has been Scott George.
speaker here. Oh, 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 oh there she is. Uh, make your way to the microphone. Uh, our vacation Bible school is coming up, and she has just a couple of announcements for us for that. Is this on? Okay. I just want to invite all of the families to sign up their kids in the back for Vacation Bible School, which starts on Sunday the 15th and runs through that Thursday. I also need some adult volunteers that are willing to work with the kids or the high school LIF kids and the junior high kids um, to work as helpers. And we will be serving dinner, so we're looking for some donations towards the dinner and the snacks for that evening. Or uh, ladies... Um, or men who would like to help fix those meals and serve those snacks. So um, you can sign up in the back. You could call me or Katrina and um, or pastor or the church office or whatever you need to do to get a hold of us to uh, uh, help us with Vacation Bible School this year. It's uh, on the Ten Commandments, and we're looking forward to uh, teaching all about the Ten Commandments to the kids. So I just would really appreciate some help on all of that, and thank you so much. And also, spread the word to other families that maybe don't go to our church that might want to come to VBS this year, and uh, our cousins or um, nephews and people that might want to come too. Thank you. Thank you very, very much, Fawn. You'll see the announcement for our...